We are live. We are live. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Prosper Performance Podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Dave. I'm here with my boy. My name's Gabe Cardenas. My bad, I just kind of threw you into that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, my boy, Gabe, man. Um, this is a very special EP. It's a very special EP because this is the first EP. So, um, you know, we got together, had this mindset to start this, uh, you know, podcast and you know just uh in the hopes to you know bring value give game uh basically to inspire y'all to become the best version of yourselves as we on the journey to become the best version of ourselves um mm. yeah we plan to do that through some meaningful conversations so uh yeah Gabe do you have anything you want to touch on just as far as like purposes podcast and how you feel about you know your mission what you want to do with it I mean, I think the biggest thing with this whole, and I guess the biggest thing for our, our own fuel and our, for the podcast is just giving game for people who are trying to find their lane, who are trying to find like what they really want to do in life and kind of providing some, some type of guidance or mentorship, like through this, through this content, um, just to kind of help these, these types of people, like whether it's people who are questioning, like where their mindset is or like how to become more motivated or how to maintain that motivation. Um, just different things that can help kind of put people towards the right direction and help just send them in that direction. Um, so I think a lot of people that, especially that we know um, around us, they kind of, they kind of get confused in their path and they kind of get stuck and they kind of become complacent without knowing any better. And um, I don't know. I feel like specifically you and me have kind of find, found a lane that we like and a lane that we have been able to pursue. And I think that this perspective of finally being able to, like find that lane and find happiness and success success in that lane has kind of helped given us um, just an outlet and like a certain perspective on like some type of way on how to do it, some type of correct way on how to do it. And that's just from our perspective. Um, so really I feel like the audience would just be just anyone who want, who needs help, whether it's like mindset wise or anything of that sort. Um, cause I know that at least when I started my business, I'm guessing when you did yours, like we really just kind of built from the grant from the ground, like not knowing any better, you know? So, yeah. And I, I like what you said on just, uh, you know, finding your lane and being happy within it. I think that, uh, you know, it's important to have these conversations of just people that's, you know, in the lane of trying to pursue something, because that's really where, like you said, the happiness is, I feel like, you know, everybody looks for these milestones of what we're going to reach and you know that's like the end all be all grass is green on this other side but I think it's so important and we both can agree that you know finding happiness within the land as you're running a race is super important um mm -hmm. that's what it is you know I know we both resonate with Nipsey Heavy and just the whole marathon concept of like you know we own this for the long haul it's not about a destination it's just about pushing yourself to you know be better than he was before and be better than that last mile be better than that last minute um, yeah in that case and I think it's important too about kind of what you touched on with just the marathon like we're understanding that these types of goals and like this this true happiness and this true feeling of success within like a business mindset isn't going to come um, immediately and being okay and having that full understanding and that that developed patience of understanding that you got to appreciate the small wins here and there you know and that like, like Nipsey said in that interview, like one of the clips that have, has been posted around all the social media, like there's going to be a lot of emotions felt, 
within this, within these types of lanes. And so being able to understand that the emotions are going to come and they're going to be all different types of shapes and sizes from like self doubt to a loss in confidence, a loss in motivation, all different types of things. And just having that understanding of like, you've got to push through and um, you got to just keep doing your things each day. And eventually that, that phase is going to wear off and you're really going to find yourself at a destination that you kind of dreamed of, you know? 100%. So. And, uh, you know, I like how you touched on, you know, just people that's, you know, in that mindset, ready to level up as far as, you know, who I feel like will benefit from the podcast. But, you know, even to get in uh, a little bit more granular with it, I think that a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is around the uh, mindset of just health and, uh, you know, prosperity and just building uh, wealth and relationships and all these things, the ultimate uh, accumulation of all, um, all those aspects. So I feel like, you know, definitely people who are, you know, maybe influencers or business people have businesses, entrepreneurs, uh, athletes, artists, uh, entertainers, you know, anybody that, you know, like you said, is still trying to find that lane or in their lane and trying to just, you know, um, get the game as they're going along on their path. Sure. Um, so I, feel, yeah. I feel like these type of conversations with, uh, you know, ourselves and also for the guests we bring on to help kind of, you know, facilitate these stories because I feel like stories are super powerful and helping people in your own journey because it's relatable, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Where's that relatableness? Yeah. So we should we should hop into that then. That's a direct connect. Like, what's, give us give us your background and kind of your story and, like, what led you up to here? Definitely. So uh, I, I would say my – so, yeah, just to save time, I don't want to go, like, you know, full thing, but I'd say my story really started with, like, uh, maybe junior, senior year of high school. Um, that's when I, I kind of started to, you know, shift my mindset of just like, okay, really realizing it's kind of like that turn of events. I feel like a lot of people go through that when you're, uh, you know, delving into adult life, the real world, you know, mm -hmm. you start thinking about colleges and your future and where stuff is going. Like before then it was all just, you know, high school stuff, just next through, uh, you know, girls, parties, uh, basketball, you know, school, you know, still trying to maintain that whole, uh, ecosystem of high school which it really is it's just like an environment so uh, you know that took a path of its own of just figuring out my lane went to college uh was in college for three years I dropped out my junior year uh college taught me a lot you know I said I feel like it served its purpose I don't feel like it was a waste of time um it just got to the point where I'm like okay I don't want to go more in debt for this because I, I kind of know my lane now so college kind of helped help me find my lane realize that it was something not for me. I met a lot of great people, had a lot of great experiences, um, but it just taught me more about myself. And I think that's gonna be a common theme in the podcast is this self-awareness and knowing yourself, knowing what you want and trying to separate that from the crowd. Um, right. So that was like kind of that period of just growing in myself and figuring out, okay, what do I actually want in life? Where am I headed? Does this align? Is this necessary on my path? Am I setting myself back by going in debt to get this degree or, you know, whatever it may be. So that kind of stemmed to, you know, um, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, you know, been always selling stuff, whether it be shoes. My first business was selling mixtapes, like when I was like seven, eight, nine years old. Uh, we got mutually connected through Nick, my cousin. Um, so he would tell you the days about we used to burn CDs and like sell those and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that turned into, yeah, that turned into shoes, uh, reselling shoes, reselling clothes. Um, I sold candy in middle school. So like I always been just selling business minded, you know, so 
that led me into starting one of my first businesses in college, which was a, a Facebook ad agency. So uh, initially I was helping people with Facebook ads and just marketing their business. Um, and started off helping, my first client was a uh, e-commerce store. So he was selling like sand art toys and it was fire. It was my first internet money, it was like a decent check. It was like 2,500, uh, it was pretty dope. And, but that was my gratification was in getting that 2,500. It wasn't in the gratification of the client. Um, so we're going to touch on that in more episodes, but um, basically that fell through because I didn't put the effort in afterwards. It was just like, okay, I did it. I got the money. It was all about me. It was all selfish. And then didn't really focus on getting results. Um, ran that for a few years, had a few more clients, uh, e-commerce stores, uh, gyms. I'm just helping them scale their business. Decent results, pretty middle of the ground, nothing exponential. Um, position strategic partnerships with people who are experts and stuff like that. And this whole time, I'm just learning, you know, just adding to my mind um, and trying to figure out what I really wanted to do in life. So I, I think that kind of led me to this moment now where I have like a pretty good grasp on, you know, what um, I feel like I'm here for. So I want to say big shout out to God. We don't want to forget him. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, that helped a lot seeking God first through everything and always keeping the mindset of, okay, I'm just seeking God's wisdom. I'm not really seeking money. I just want wisdom. Kind of like what Solomon did. That's really who I got it from. It's like he had everything and all he did was ask for wisdom. So like, that's all I've been, God just give me wisdom of what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, yeah, it's got me to that point now of just my purpose. I feel like is just wanting to be aligned with um, mm. with what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that's just doing what I love. So around that time we started college, I know I'm rambling, but we're gonna get to the whole story. Uh, mm -hmm. Around that time when we started college, um, that's when I started hitting the gym, fell in love with fitness, fell in love with the discipline aspect of that. Um, it didn't start with me loving it. It started with me uh, wanting to look better for girls if we keeping it a stat. Uh, then that turned more to just like a love of just bettering myself and what it's doing, what it did for my mind and also the body too. I'm not going to cap like, you know, mm -hmm. that's a plus as well. Made me more confident in myself, just the inner growth. Feel me? Yeah. Um, so that's what primed me to start this uh, fitness company, Prosper Performance, um, where, you know, it's not even just fitness, it's the health aspect, the kind of everything I've just been talking about. So physical health, mental health, and also spiritual health and just a combination of all those and what, excelling or uh i don't like to say mastering because you never really gonna master it, but um, striving for excellence and all those could do for a person's life um mm. so that's that aspect and i never lost my entrepreneur or my business spirit or that so i uh, also do sales on the side so i have a sales agency where i help coaches consultants agency owners take their sales calls um and also building a team with that as well to help um, them take sales calls so that's kind of how we're making money nowadays and you know just staying within those lanes scaling them to where I think they should be um, creating content giving back just documenting the process I love the power of documentation um, mm -hmm. and like you said just helping people on their journey with that so that's kind of where we are right now and it's led to this moment so um, yeah you know I'm grateful for it all grateful for it all yeah so that's, that's big. it's good too that you notice like I don't think like the self-awareness part's key in like realizing the journey and like under having an understanding for the journey and like why everything happened the way it did. 
you know, like that's because that's not something easy to grasp, especially with people who uh, who struggle within themselves with things that they don't want to deal with. You know, I think that a lot, a big part of that is not being able to accept the past and like come to peace and come to balance with that and with those things that have happened, you know, and once I think one of the things kind of you touched on is that once you understand like that the things that you have failures with are the things that don't go right for you, like that's really where you make your money. Like that's really where you grow as a person because you really learn like how, how, like how you're built and how hard you're built, you know, and yeah. I, I would say like it's it's harder it's harder to get, stay at the like get to the top and stay there than it is to just get to the top, you know. Because I, I was reading a book by Deshaun Watson and he uh, he was saying how it's easier it's easier to take to, to take a loss and like grow from that because the loss is like the biggest way to show you like what you need to work on like what you need to improve. Whereas, like, when you're winning consistently, it's easier to, to, like, glaze over the losses, the small losses within that, because you had achieved, like, the ultimate goal. So it's easy to slap and, like, get loose with it because you become comfortable at the top, you know? And you're, you're touching on something huge, and I think that a lot of people could get value from it. A lot of people deal with it, especially here in America, listening, because, uh, you know, if you look at a lot of, like, success stories, a lot of people that – quote-unquote started from the bottom is the ones that make it like have really rough backgrounds like to where they were just so uncomfortable with their situation that it propelled them to you know do what they wanted to yeah um so I feel like a lot of people in America don't experience that uncomfortableness because everybody's living these middle class comfortable lives for the most part Mm -hmm. you know food on their back like everything is just handed to them I think I dealt with yeah and I think that was a big thing for me was just um like, I didn't want for nothing growing up. Like, it wasn't the best uh, could possibly be. It wasn't an abundance of stuff. But if I wanted something, my mom was going to make it happen. And she worked right. hard. She worked seven seven days a week, 12 hours a day um, to make it happen for me. And also, shout out to my dad. You know, he helped out, too. Um, they were divorced, but, you know, still made it work for really feeling like I didn't want nothing. So mm-hmm. that did two things for me. That kind of made me complacent and, you know, not wanting to go to that next level because it was all cool. But it also, when I got on my own and they basically cut me off, it was, it was like, okay, it's your time now. Like, you got to do right. it on your own. It, it, it gave me that hunger of just wanting everything I wanted because I never wanted for nothing in my life. So it's like, now I have to get what I want because mm-hmm. I'm so used to always getting what I want. So it's just like, either somebody's going to give it to me, which you come to realize on this journey, shit ain't going to be handed to you, or mm-hmm. you're going to go get it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just think that touched on what you were saying. Yeah, that's deep. I think people needed to hear that too. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I think um, kind of just to touch on my stuff real quick, I feel like yeah, for sure. my uh, my journey kind of started really honestly too, like my junior high school, like around that, that time. Um, I had dealt with some things that like had happened in my life and I kind of like wanted, I kind of, like shut them down and like didn't want to like I, I kind of really just internalized these things and at the time it was it was cool like um and later it came on to hurt me but really it started just like I just started like started finding a passion for like putting in work when people weren't watching and honestly like my first my first real real love I think like sport wise where I found like a true thing in myself was within just running track um because I I was like kind of confused growing up, like what position I really like fit in, within football um, for a while. And 
my junior year of high school, like I, I'd gotten like two season ending, ending injuries, like back to back. They were both collarbone for my football season. So I was out then. And that was the year that I was really banking on, like to have some success with and whatsoever. So I then went to the track and like, I had a lot of like anger and a lot of frustration, like left to like to pour out. And so I really like had the best year I'd ever had. And I think I connected that with like the work that I had put in that, that year, you know, just cause I had a lot of things I was doing with. And I felt like that became my only outlet at the time. So then I, I had a solid year, my senior year, um, I go to college and I, at my freshman year, I ended up going to Arizona state and like, I didn't want to play anything. Like I, I thought I felt burnt out at the time. I felt like I had lost my passion, whatever. So I took a full year off and this, at the time I felt like it was the right decision. Um, and it really was a good decision for me because it, it gave me time to reflect and think. And by the end of my spring semester um, of second semester, I was like, I wanted to come play again. So I came in contact with some, co some college coaches and literally picked, packed my shit up and left and uh, transferred to Colorado state. And um, it was, it was a, like the things that I had pushed off and I had silenced when I was in high school came back to hit me. Like what literally like a month into um, playing football there. And so I got hit with like a lot of depression, like a lot of anxiety, things that I had never really like ever dealt with in my life. And boom, it hits me when I'm living on my own. Like I'm in a completely new environment. I'm playing a new type of game that I'd never been, I'd never played before because it was just so much different than high school. And so um, it really put me into a shell to the point where like I'm getting up every morning for, for workouts. And like, I just don't like it's, it came to the point where like, I, it's like, I didn't want to be alive at the time, you know? And like, yeah. it sounds deep, but like, it was like that where like, I was avoiding things at all costs because I just had so many things that I was dealing with. Like it came to the point, and this is crazy. I got to me when I say this, I think this is crazy, but I was given a playbook. Like I'm talking a thick ass playbook and I didn't open one page the entire time I was there. Like I didn't want to think about football. I didn't want to think about anything when I was like, at my, at my place or anywhere. Like when I was not in the facility, like I'm not giving any of my time to it. And when I think about it, like it's really crazy because I'm, I'm at practice with like some dudes who can play, bro. Like, especially in my wide receiver room alone, like we had a solid receiving coach, receiving coach, like a solid group of guys. And these guys were all putting work in on their own. Like, you know, they're still like motivated. They still feel like solid with it. And I'm like hanging on by a thread, you know? So it, caught, it came to the point where like, I met with our head coach um, in like January of 2019. And I sat down, I'm like, look, like coach, I like I appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate all the things you've done, but like I need to get right first, like in my head, you know. And it was a tough decision because this was this was obviously like a dream for people, you know. And I was very, very like privileged, very blessed to be in that, that position. And I like I had to back out because it was coming to that point, bro, where like like my own just well being was being put at stake, you know, like just self medicating any way I could, you know. And so. I had a year after that, just my senior year of college off, just, just doing school, kind of finding myself and trying to figure out what, what was going on, you know. And then quarantine happened. And during quarantine, like, this is really, really where I, like, had to deal with all this shit. Like, because it comes to a point where, like, all the fun things you, you were doing at the time are, are, are all boring. You know, I'm reading books at this point. I'm just watching interviews on, like, people that I, like, look up to and, like, kind of just celebrity mentors that I kind of just peep their game from. And it just came to the point where like, I just, I faced everything that I like had been hiding and everything that I've been trying to downplay. And it, it was like, it was a toll at first, you know, um, 
And it really kind of led me and eventually like, I feel like this is God's work too, bro. But it funneled me into just this path of like, like I need to help set these, like the kids up and the youth, the people who are below me up so that they don't have to have similar experiences the way I did. And what I really, I mean by that is like a lot of high schools and a lot of coaches in high school at these schools don't really prepare these kids correctly for the next level, you know, because it's either they don't know what it's like, or they have never been through that process themselves. So they lack in that category a lot. And they like it, it, it hurts because a lot of these coaches have players under their wings who do have talent at, for that next level. And they, it never goes through because one, either they weren't motivated for their grades two they didn't have someone in their life, like really make letting them love the game three. They just didn't know any better. The coaches didn't. So they, they really don't know the harm that they were causing or really anything of that sort. And so, um, I wanted to help eliminate as much of that as I possibly could. So I started this business called glove work, um, literally during quarantine. Like that's really when I had started it before, but I wasn't, I was half-assing it, you know, cause I was in school and like had things I had to do. So literally the day I graduated college in June of 2020, like that same day, I'm like, I'm dedicating my life to this shit. Like I literally I shut the laptop, like I shut everything. And I just, it was just a moment of silence for me. And I'm like, I'm going all in on this shit. Like I'm going to make sure that this goes through, you know? And literally from that point on, bro, like I just, I really tried to hit the ground running and um, yeah, my biggest thing is just helping give game to people who were like me at that moment. Like, because I, I can see myself in some of these kids and in the, in the people that I interact with, you know, like they don't know any better and they don't, they're not having anyone like properly guide or mentor, mentor them, you know? Yeah. And I really joined this thing. Like, it's crazy. Cause I joined this, like, I don't even give a shit about the money. Like, yeah, I need to get paid. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a living and be successful. But my biggest thing, dude, is, like, I just want to touch people, like, in the right way, like, mentally, um, just, like, by providing motivation, by providing certain guidance, certain mentorship, you know, because I didn't have any of that at the time. And I needed it bad. And I just didn't know that. And I didn't know that until it was too late, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, that's really my, my biggest thing. And so you and I, like, you know, like we've chopped it up a ton about this stuff and we're really on the same wavelength and, and, and just giving game to people who need it and probably to people who don't even realize they need it, you know? So yeah. that's really my biggest thing. And yeah, dope story, bro. That's my first time hearing the full, you know, the full version. So dope story. I want to give you a flowers on just, uh, you know, one thing that, I appreciate most about you is just like the commitment aspect and ready to hit the ground running like with something it's like once you were decided on glove work you know you've been at it ever since consistent doing what you need to do just hitting the ground running and have that singularity of vision I think vision is so important so I just want to give you your flowers and just your commitment and just like you know sticking with it and just getting straight to it a lot of people commit to something once you commit, it's really no giving going back. But there's no plan B. Fake commit, yeah. A lot of people yeah. fake commit and then just, uh, you know, give up. So yeah, um, flowers for that. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. So and also, just uh, one more thing is, you touched on that transition from high school to college when you first went to Arizona State, and you said that you lost your passion. Where do you fit? Because I feel like that's such a pivotal moment in life is switching from high school to college because you're on your own and get to make your own decisions about what you want in life. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel like contributed to you losing your passion um, or like feeling like you lost your passion? This connects too with kind of my vision is just having coaches who really like hurt my love for the game, you know, like, and 
and honestly, like, I, I can't even knock him for it. Like, they just didn't know any better, you know? Like, yeah. my entire coaching staff probably had, like, a combined, like, six or seven years of college experience and, like, six or seven dudes, you know, which is – it's just not okay. And yeah. so they – and it wasn't completely their fault. Like, I was just in a different mindset at the time, and I felt burnt out. Like, I I was dealing with a hamstring issue. Like, I had tendonitis in it during my track season my senior year, so, like, that turned me off. Uh, I just felt like, you know, in a confused place. And I honestly just needed that year off because it really gave me time to just kind of sit down and be like, what the hell am I going to do? You know? So I would say really just, just being around like toxicity within um, just coaches and like, yeah. So that, that yeah, that kind of connects to is I just don't want to, I don't want to ever have an influence. I want to make sure that I bring out the love for this game with everyone that I encounter, you know? Yeah. So I would say that would probably be it. Got you. Yeah, because, like, I think that's so important, just the love and passion in itself. Like, you know, um, I've been back and forth on that. Like, um, you know, do what you love and then the money it takes you and all these types of things. Um, before I give my perspective on that, what do you think about that? Like, just passion, do what you love. Do you feel like that's the way? Or, like, you know, should people try to eat at home first? Like, make sure everything's good first? Or? Um, do you feel like just do what you love and everything else? I think that's situational, to be honest, because I feel like there's a lot of people who don't have time, um, don't have free time to do what they love. You know, like a lot, of, there's a lot of people providing for a lot more than just themselves, you know, and they don't have that free time or that ability to just throw all their jobs or whatever on the ground just so they can do what they love. So it, it honestly, I think for a lot of people like who are in that position, it takes an extreme amount of um, dedication and motivation within that, because then it becomes a side hustle that you have to do at like eight at night, nine at night, 10 at night, you know? So I was lucky enough. I was fortunate enough that I was able to, like, I was living at home. Like I had food on the table. Like, I was able, I was for, yeah, like just fortunate, privileged enough that I could really do what I wanted, you know? Um, so I can't, that's the only thing I can speak of is just my perspective. But I do think if people are in a situation where, like, they are, they have free time, they, they do have, like, the abilities to pursue that, then you do have to go with what you love, you know? And don't think too hard about it because if you don't, like, I, I cannot be unhappy in this life, like, later on. Like, I promise myself that because I see parents, like, I see people who hate their lives, like, they hate themselves. And, like, I, I just swore to myself, bro, like, I would never do that. So I would personally like, yeah, if you're able to, like, you got to go after what you love because you don't want to like wake up when you're 70 or 80 and be like, damn, what did I do with my life? You know, like that haunts me. Yeah. So. And I think we're living in such a paradigm shift of a economy to where it kind of enables that. Like, I feel like just looking at the horizon for next 50 plus years, you know, I feel like we're moving into this creator economy to where people have the opportunity to really, make a business out of what they love. Um, and, you know, Gary Vee's been talking about this since like 08 of this, like uh, his book, Crush It, and just mm -hmm. like monetizing your passions and stuff like that. So I feel like a lot of people can monetize their passions and turn it into a business. That comes with business savvy. That comes with um, financial literacy and understanding finances and money and how to multiply, how to invest, how to do different things like that. So that's maybe not what you love to do on that side, but inherently the business, I feel like should bring you some enjoyment of your passion. And like you said, just speaking from my perspective, because obviously 
I'm not rich and successful yet. So maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I should just focus on money, but you know, I'm just figuring it out as we go. <laughs> I I think too, it, it, I don't know, that it, it's a loaded question too, bro, because everyone always talks about, or everyone discusses like money and like, what, what does money bring happiness? Does money not bring happiness? I would say like, and that's what you got to figure out for yourself because everyone would have a different version and a different answer to that. I would personally say that money, money doesn't make, if you have money, it doesn't make you worry. You know, and I wouldn't connect worry with being happy or not because you can be not worried all you want, but like you still wouldn't be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think to an extent, like chasing the money is important because obviously you need the funding, you need things to, to get right. But I just don't think that that's the end all be all that people talk about all the time, you know? Yeah. So what's your relationship with, with happy? Cause like I, I've kind of changed my perspective on that. It's like, I used to, Oh, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I feel like happy is just like a false goal to chase. For happy is an emotion comes and goes. It's, it's fleeting. You're not going to be happy all the time, but yeah. I think a better um, or not even better. It's just what I'm trying to, more so implemented my life is just like that concept of alignment or fulfillment of just like okay I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing whether it's hard or not and that usually has to I mean I want to say has to like has to contribute to a greater good for like the world to actually get that feeling if you're doing stuff selfish I, I don't I can't really think of nobody that would actually be fulfilled by that. You're just doing yeah. selfish stuff for yourself. Like, I feel like it all has to be a service to others. Right. Right. I think you had a good point about happiness. Um, I think to add on to what you're saying about no one can be permanently happy all the time, like, that's definitely true. I would say happiness can turn into more of an overall, like, theme of life. So it's like, yeah, we, you're, we're all going to have times where, like, like shit sucks, you know, or like shit hurts. And everyone's going to experience that no matter what career they're in or whatever lane they're in, if they love it or not. I think the overall view of happiness is like going through those ups and downs and like, obviously like going through those emotions and taking them, but then like eventually coming after that, understanding like, wow, I really am where I'm supposed to be. Or even just like small feelings. Like when I get done with my, with a day of workouts with all my guys, like, I come home. Sometimes I'm just laying on the ground in my room, bro, like on a natural high for hours, just thinking and just like reminiscing on like what I did. And to me, like that shows me I'm happy because like, I'm not, I can't, I can't sit in a, in a, a desk for a day and come home and be like that. You know, I would come home and want to go immediately do something after that to, to make myself feel happy. You know what I mean? Whereas like, I, yeah. I, like, I don't even like feel like I go out anymore because I, I don't even crave that feeling of being happy any, anymore because I'm getting fulfilled by that tenfold, like literally just on Saturdays and Sundays when I'm doing my workouts. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it's really made me start to chase new things. And to kind of add on to what this point we're making real quick, I just want to touch on this is like the, the, the culture we have in our society of like self-medicating everything and like self-medicating the life, like people's lives. You know, like so many people, I'm sure, you know, people like this too, like who work the nine to five Monday through Friday and literally spend Saturday and Sunday forgetting all their problems, you know, or Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and like no shame to that. Like I was once there too, so I can't knock it, but I'm like, there is another side to that wall, you know? And I just think that a lot of people have become scared 
and scared to make a name for themselves. They're scared to put themselves out there. Like that's one of the biggest things. And it's not easy. Like sometimes I have anxiety with it too. Like it's bro, it's tough because you really got to have the faith and the confidence in yourself to do that. But like, once you're at that level, like you're locked in, you know, yeah. and once you keep, once you keep the vision on like what, what your goal is and what your purpose is, like none of that shit matters. Like I used to yeah. care a lot about like, Oh, like would I post this, would I post that, you know, like, I don't want to look like this. Now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You can unfollow me if you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I know what I'm doing and like, I know my purpose and I, I have, I'm so at such peace with that, that. I could, I couldn't give a fuck less about like what these people have to say with, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I feel like I'm locked in and I feel like you're the same. We're getting there. We, we, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. It's progress. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's an ever growing journey. Was there anything in specific that I know you said locked into your purpose and just having that vision? Was there anything more specific that you tactic, tactical that you use to kind of flip your mindset to get to that point? Because that's like you said, so many people are struggling with that. Just yeah, the fear it's not, of like other people think and just like I think it's it's what we said in the very beginning, understanding the journey. Like I broke down my journey, like from early on to now, and just I like I was writing shit down, like just everything. And I, I talked to my therapist about it and I got therapy, which I'd highly, highly recommend. Um, because especially for males too, because I know that it's not fully accepted yet in our society. Um, I was able to like really, really look at all these things in my life and like it, it helps give more confidence and more of a boost because I'm like, damn, like I, I, I've been through so many different types of things and like, I, it's only right that I have to do this now, you know? And I think understanding the journey instead of trying to forget it is like one of the biggest first steps, you know, and like stop trying to dodge and avoid the problems. Like it's going to hurt for a while for a bit, but like, you've got to come to peace in terms of it and take that as a learning experience on how to shoot yourself back up. Because if not, like that shit will stay with you forever. And it will, and just talking like the general people, like it will affect your kids. It will affect your, you know what I mean? Because those like, those behaviors and that, those types of like, just personalities, like that shit will transfer if it doesn't get fixed, you know? So. Like, I think a big thing we're just touching on with this whole topic is just, um, just the concept of like, Delayed gratification and just, um, you know, I feel like this generation, especially like I'm going to keep bringing up in America, you know, it's a soft generation. We care about everything. It's just softer than generations of the past. Like they'll laugh at stuff that we complain about now. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like we need to be accountable. Yes, we need to take in consideration mental health and like actual mental health issues, but like recognize when you're just being soft. Like, <laughs> on the other side of the world that has it a hundred times harder than you. Like, it's just like gratitude and perspective, just like the whole world. Like, oh, somebody didn't make your fucking Starbucks drink right today. Like, now the whole world's about to blow up. Like, right. no, it's just like <laughs> right. that little thing. And, uh, you know, I think it just staples into a big concept I try to live my life by is just, you know, pleasure in the moment or pleasure later like the delay gratification mm. instant gratification concept it's just like mm. you're gonna have that pleasure at some point but the greater pleasure is always the one later it's just like what you said after a long day of training you come home you lay in the bed and you're just like there in bliss like man i felt good i gave back i poured it all out today like mm -hmm. you know i get the same with i get the same with working out it's like you're never gonna regret a workout in the moment it might be trash it might suck it might be hard it might be painful 
But mm-hmm. at the end, you're not going to regret it, and the results last forever. Mm-hmm. So feel good in the moment. The results are not going to last. Results will last forever regardless, but will it be a negative result in the long run or positive? You know, mm-hmm. and I think just looking back at actions from that level and just having the, you know, strength and just like mental toughness to go the opposite way of pleasure in the moment, knowing what it would do for the long run. You know, right. a lot of that, like you said, is just going to come down to toughness, like mental tough, like David Goggins talks about. It's just like, he's got to mm. be tough mentally because like you will give in if you're not. Like you're just, right. and then complain. It's just right. like. And I think that's where, that's important to what you just touched on to uh, if you do pursue like lanes like this, where you're trying to do your own thing, it you have to come in contact, not literal contact with, but like give yourself and give your attention to successful people who have made it the right way and who like are actual genuine solid people which is hard to do that's why like i watch a lot of interviews because obviously they're, they're they know they're on camera so they're probably sometimes trying to put on a face but most of the people i try and watch and pay attention to i it seems like they're genuinely like really in it for the right reasons and that's why like i like i follow a lot of certain athletes or certain celebrities and like obviously Nipsey Hussle, like everyone knows who that is and his entrepreneur stuff. Like he's probably one of the, like the goat dudes to follow with entrepreneurship overall. Cause he can, his words, like his game touches all different types of lanes. So like you can use it with business, with athletic stuff, like anything. And he's very versatile. And that's why I feel like he's so popular and so loved is because it's relatable for all different types of things. You know what I mean? And um, so I just think it's very important to like read books by people who have made it. Um, pay attention to their words and like like we've talked about in public or in private like with youtube youtube should not be free for how much game it gives like just with <laughs> interview with interviews alone and that that's not even scratching the surface of like the things yeah. that they got on youtube you know like just the the interviews alone which i wouldn't even say is like one percent of youtube that alone like has helped change my life um and it sounds corny and you can take it fanboys whatever you want but like it's there's truth to that like because once you have an understanding of like, oh, like this dude, he made it big and like he's doing and he's feeling the exact same way I am right now. Like, dude, I can do this shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people put people put such an image on like, oh, that dude's famous. Like, it's like there's a line between that. Like, bro, anyone can become famous. It's just yeah. like who's willing to really stick it out there like that? And not yeah. a lot of people are. And that's why we always like, like people idolize and fanboy these these people. It's because they don't give a fuck. They just do things. And they understand, like, they, they have tapped into, like, kind of what we're talking about. You know, like, not caring about what anyone else is saying. Just doing their thing and, like, finding their passion and their lane. And literally putting all chips in on that. You know? Yeah. Because so. everybody knows it inherently. Everybody has that sense in their heart. You know, I feel like God doesn't pick favorites. Like, it was like, what started this whole, like, journey of just like self-discovery is like I saw a Will Smith uh YouTube videos like the secrets to success was like 12 minutes long like maybe six years ago and that like changed my whole life he's just like God doesn't give you give uh you know these esoteric qualities to certain people in the world that's exactly how you put it and you know everybody has it in them it's just who really wants it and that's what yeah. it comes down to like do you really want what you say you want because if you did mm-hmm. you would do anything to get it Mm-hmm. And you, and it would just be like, it synonymous with your being. Like it's not a choice. Like it's not like, oh, I'm either going this like the plan B thing. Like there is no plan B. It's just like right. this is what I'm doing. If it fails, 
I mean, if I don't die, I don't fail. Like, you know, right. it's just yeah, a commitment like aspect. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. And just like, uh, I think just having the the perspective to look at life like that is a superpower within itself that yes. a lot of people just don't look at at life with that lens because we do live in this softer culture that thinks that everything should be easy. Everything, we have our food given to us. We have our, you know, everything's so easy mm -hmm. that we take for granted something like YouTube and Google that's free on our phone. We get Nobody lazy. Nobody else had that. Yeah, it's a crazy time that we live in. All yeah. the information in the world is in the palm of our hand. Man, that's just That's nuts. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's really crazy. 100%. So. Man, so we had like what? We about at 40 minutes. Um, I know we was gonna try to make these uh, not too long. This is the first EP. I think we gotta gave some good some good gems in here, told our story where we came from and you know, kind of direction we see it headed. Um I do have a segment I wanna I wanna add to the show. Um so right. this is probably gonna be your first time hearing it. So uh you can be you know the first participant. Um you know, this is all subject to change. We on the we on the journey with it. You know, stuff is always changing. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, start. It's called five and five. So essentially, you got five questions that you have to answer in five minutes or less. Um, and yeah, five questions you have to answer in five minutes or less. All five questions have to be answered within five minutes. Take as much time as on each question. I'm gonna start a timer. I'll let you know when you got like one minute left. Um, so yeah, you, you ready? Sorry. Yeah, let's do it. Start this timer. See how this see how this goes. First time live. Let's get it. So, Gabe, what do you feel like is most important out of health, wealth, or relationships, and why? Um, I would say the most important is health because everything stems from that. And health has the most control over how the mind works and how the mind just thinks things through. Like there's a huge difference in like a month long of eating shitty versus a month long of like a total cleanse, the way you will think and the way you will move will change. So I think automatically that would help relationships and would help your wealth because you would become more motivated, more cleared and more um, just grounded. So I would say health. Um, if you could, you want me to just keep going through them? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do mine afterwards. Do oh, okay. Yeah. Go straight through yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. You so I'm, I'm, You're supposed to be surprised. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm going to go straight through on yours and I'm going straight through on mine. Okay. Sound good? Okay. okay. All right. Uh, if you could talk to one person for an hour, who would it be and why? Living or dead? Uh, I don't, I don't want to go with an obvious answer here. Um, I would say this dude is, is living. His name's Marquise Goodwin. And he plays, I think, for the, Bay, the Chicago Bears now. Uh, but he's an Olympian and an NFL wide receiver. Like, he went to the Olympics in, I think, 08 um, for the long jump. He, went, he ran and he played football at Texas. Um, I think that his life is very well-rounded. Um, he's still running track literally currently, and he's doing both sports. And to do so professionally is unbelievable. And he has a solid family, um, solid relationship with God. He's a good man, like the way he carries himself and the way he handles people. Highly motivated. So I think that my just mindset aligns with him a lot. And I'd love to just like pick his brain and kind of get game from him. So I think that'd probably be mine right now. 
Shout out Marquise Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have one word to give the community on, uh, you know, achieving success, what would it be? Perseverance. Mm-hmm. I say, I say perseverance is it because um, it's easy, like, to, to hit an emotion. Like, let's say you plan something out and you're going all in on it and you're excited. Then one thing happens, it's so easy to pack the tent up and, like, you know what I mean, just fold. I think perseverance, and it gets harder than just that. Like, you'll be months down or years down the line, and it might, something might happen. And I'm still prepared, like, trying to prepare for that. Um, mm-hmm. I would say perseverance. Like, no matter what happens, you got to keep going through the hurdles. Got you. If you had to say um, you were born with one superpower, what would it be? Um, <laughs> that I you would actually say, have a real life. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay, honestly, you're going to laugh at it. I would say being stubborn. Okay. I think that's uh, that's my and it, it's a positive and a negative. Like there's a lot of negative things that come from it, and I'm trying to work on that. But I would say stubborn because it has created the go getter. I think aspect of me, you know, like if I have if I set my mind to something, like if I said like my mind like can't switch it off, you know, and, like I'm really stubborn like that, and it like it might it hurts and sometimes like with, with relationships with my family, it's just they get annoyed with it, and I'm trying to work on that. But I think within a business perspective like an athletic standpoint, like it's very nice because it just helped me get some of the goals that I've tried, that I've set for myself. Got you. I'm kind of being stubborn. I love it. I love it. So we got a minute and 30 seconds left. So you can riff on this as long as you want. Last and final question. What does prosperity mean to you, my brother? I would say longevity. Um, I don't even know if I'm, that's just the word that comes to my mind because I don't want like a, a quick success. I don't want something that lasts a few years. Like I want to actually build something that like has an impact and continues to have, have an impact. So even when I'm in the ground, like hundred years from now, like it's still going and like the ways that I'm trying to teach and the ways that I'm trying to inspire people have been passed down to the people below me so that there's like a certain culture and there's a certain tradition with that, you know, I don't want this to be like a one hit wonder type type business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want it to live on and continuous. Like it. Yeah. Legacy like, with kind of synonymous. Program. Yeah. Yeah. I would okay. say to an extent, like you look at Alabama, you think of football and you thought you, you can think of that. And it's been that way for years. You know, like yeah. I feel like it's, it's similar to that. And obviously I'm not trying to compare anything to that, but I just know that, that they have an, like a, even just like a mental click. Like when you hear, even non-football fans, like they hear Alabama football and they're like, oh yeah, they're, they're amazing. You know what I mean? It's that, but like within just my ability to help people and trying to influence people. Three, two. So that's all I got. That's the five minutes, man. Appreciate that. That was, uh, you know, uh, that went good. That went good. I like that. All right, you're up now. You guys hit that timer though. I bet. Set it right now. You want me to ask him or you just going to follow Fire through them. No, you got Okay. Time to start in three, two, one. All right. So what's most what's the most important to you? Health, wealth, or relationships, and why? Um I think I will have to agree with the health. Um, I think I will have to agree with health just because um, like you said, I think everything stems from within first. Um, anything that you want to materialize on the outside realm, I feel like it all is going to come from within. And that's all what health is. It's just like well-being of self. So like, I feel like when you get your physical, your mental and spiritual health all in alignment, you know, you, 
you're good there. That's just going to exude within your wealth and relationships and make those stronger. You're going to seek better relationships. You're going to seek better ways to make money, everything. So I think everything starts with within. I think health is definitely uh, probably most important for sure. Perfect. If you could talk to one person for an hour, who would it be and why? Uh, for, the, for those who know me, probably don't know the answer, but uh, my boy, Ye, man, my boy, Kanye. Uh, I think the reason why I feel like, uh, you know, he's just himself. Like, he's, you know, he's always just himself and authentic. I think authenticity is huge for me. Um, that's why I like to follow is people who are authentic to self, whether they quote unquote good person, whether they're quote unquote a bad person, whether they're quote unquote whatever. As long as you're being true to self and I can feel that and you're not being fake, then like, you know, that's somebody I can resonate with. And he's been great on a, a lot of different planes, um, music, mm. fashion. Now he's doing running for president, always believed in himself, you know, know what was it within. So um, I think, yay, would, you know, drop some bars for him for sure. Yeah. I feel like he would be really real too. Yeah. Okay. Um, one word for the key to success. One word for the key to success, I would say uh, commitment, commitment. Mm. Um, I like how you're committed. Um, I think that that's huge. Once you com- once you commit to something, once you commit to the life you want to live, you know, there's no going back. You're going to do everything you can to get there. It doesn't have a commitment, doesn't have a timetable on it. It doesn't have a ending date. It's just you're committed to that vision for yourself and you, you know, you're going to persevere. You're going to be consistent. You're going to, if you're not starting off that way, you'll get that way eventually because you're just committed. There's no other option. So right. I think giving yourself no other option, commitment. That's good. I like that. What do you think is your one superpower that you're born with? One superpower, I would say, uh, curiosity, um, mm. curiosity. I'm just, I'm super curious. Like, uh, I don't know where it came from. I've always been just curious about life, curious about everything ever since I can remember. Uh, reading, just information. You know, they gave me the internet at the wrong time. I spent <laughs> hours on there just, just learning stuff and just looking up stuff and just let my curiosity lead me to whatever and to whatever and just let yeah. it go. And I think that's helped out just figuring out myself and, you know, because you get curious enough, you're going to figure out the answers you're looking for. Dan, that's deep. What does prosperity mean to you? Um, Kind of spoiled alert in the beginning, but I think uh, prosperity is just alignment. Um, Alignment with what you feel like God put you here for. And, you know, I feel like we all have that compass inside of us um, that will tell us that, you know, people say, follow your heart. I feel like your heart will lead you to all truth. Um, Steve Jobs has a fire um, at the end of commitment commencement speech got like a minute left so i'm gonna rift on this a little bit but like at the end of his commis- commencement speech he's like you know follow your heart and intuition they somehow already know who you truly want to become so i think that mm. uh you know just following uh seeking that alignment and always figuring out what you're supposed to be doing and feeling like you're in the right space is huge um because, you know, it could change. You know, I'm not, I might not always pursue the things I'm pursuing now, but if I'm always in alignment, then I'll always be, you know, good and at, at right. peace with myself. Um, and I think that that just ties on to something else I want to touch on. I've got 40 seconds left. Is like, you know, um, I'm a spiritual person. Like, I believe in God. But, like, I think a lot of people look for God as just, like, this external force and don't realize, like, 
you know, he breathed life inside of us and, you know, he's inside and just like turning within is like the key to finding God in a lot of ways. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying to, if you're struggling to figure out what that is about yourself, you know, take some time, take those moments of solitude. Like you took a year off, um, you know, you took moments off of life to just like figure out what you really want, like go inside, figure out what you really want. And then once you figure that out, it takes to cut off all the outside noise. You got a lot of noise. It's over. But got a lot of noise, um, so it takes a lot to cut all that off. But I think you can get in tune with that, go full force with it, blinders on, you'll be in a good place. Love that. Be aligned. That tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid, bro. I like that's a good answer. So, sure, what else? so anything else? I think that. I feel like we got to end it on that, bro. That was fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a good EP. I loved it. Yeah. So I think that concludes. Episode one of the Prosper Performance Podcast. That's the name for right now. I might switch up later. Like I said, everything's a journey. Everything's changing, moving. But, you know, we just going to keep the purpose of, uh, you know, wanting to give value and wanting to help people. And, you know, I think that will lead us in all, all goodness and all success and all, 100%. you know, the right things. So, I think that's 100%. anything you got to touch on. No, I just want to appreciate anyone who's listening for this, like listening to this. Um. I know you and me have been kind of waiting for this to, uh, to really spark up. So I'm really glad that it did. And I thought that this was like literally the perfect way to do it. So I hope, yes, people, I hope people leave this like feeling inspired and feeling like they have some type of like just bearings about where they are in their life kind of, you know. I hope they, it kind of imposed some self-reflection and maybe some, some times of thinking of like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people need to be hit in the face like that. And I feel like this is a good way to, to help bring them in like that. And I think we could both agree, like, we're not trying to impose our opinions on anybody else or, like, force right. them to think a certain way. I think we're just trying to force them to think. And just think. Right. Like, right. it's cool. Because we, we all have different lanes. So. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Where can, the, where, where, where can the people find you at? Um, social media. How can they get in touch with you in case they're going to ask you some questions, want to get more tapped in? Um, okay. All that. So my uh... – Basically, for my business, the biggest thing that I use is um, we my lost, Instagram. We, we lost video. Work. Huh? We had lost video for a second. Oh. So my uh, – I was just checking my username. <laughs> so my uh, my <laughs> at name on Instagram for my company is Glovework Training. G-L-O-V-E-W-O-R-K. And then training, T-R-A-I-N-I-I-N-G. What? Training. T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it took me a moment. Um, and then my also my normal Instagram is uh, Gabe Cardenas six. Um, but mainly the really the big thing where I put game on, like I, I kind of show my love for my passion is really on my Instagram page. The Twitter has the same at too. So, yeah, pretty nice and simple. What about you? All right, yeah, y'all can tap in with me. Um, personal IG, um, pretty much any personal social media, y'all can find me at Javian Hodges. So just my first and last name, J A V I A N. H-O-D-G-E-S. It's pretty much everywhere on everything. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I'm trying to get more active on TikTok. Whatever you want to follow mm-hmm. me on. I'm probably most active on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also, Prosper Performance is the uh, brand. Yes, sir. Tap into that. So it's going to be P-R-S-P-R uh, dot P-R-F-R-M-N-C-E. So kind of a little weird spelling hopefully we can get some links for y'all in the descriptions wherever y'all watching this at or y'all will see it somewhere 
that is where to tap in. If y'all need a, uh, you yeah, tap in to the brand. I'll tap into the movement. Uh, that's also where the podcast will be uploaded. Um, also, you can find it on any streaming uh, podcast platform, Apple, um, Spotify, whatever it may be. Prosper Performance Podcast. That wraps it up for me. Any there you go. finals? No, tap in and keep stay on our journey because we got a lot of things coming out that are going to be sweet to, to listen to and to tap in with. Sir. So, yeah, once again, we appreciate y'all for listening. Catch y'all in the next EP. Peace. See you guys.